This is Richie. Hope you had a good bank holiday weekend. Let's talk honestly about the weekend. Sure, the weather was amazing. It's great to get out. It's great to see people. Great to maybe head to the beach. But, and here's the honesty, I bet so many of us have got a story about some awful journey. Stuck in traffic the last few days. Meeting with my boss earlier, he could not wait to share how bad his journey was to Oxford at the weekend. When you've had a bad journey, you just want to get it off your chest, don't you? Two hours it normally takes me to drive to Bournemouth with my older two. Two hours it normally takes. Three hours, 40 minutes this weekend. Actually ended up missing the first half hour of the football match my son was meant to be playing in. He gets there, he runs on with like 15 minutes left of the first half. They were winning 5-1 at the time. So come on, get it off your chest. Your tailback tails. Kerry says, two hours Friday afternoon, 20 miles from Paddington to Staines. <laughs> That's a nightmare. See, this is the thing. The weather was great. Brilliant. We all wanted to get out and out about places. We haven't been able to for years. All doing it at the same time, aren't we? This isn't what I want. Lou says, amazingly, we managed Brighton to Hertfordshire in two hours, Richie. I don't want to hear about people who actually flew to Good Journey. And the point of that is, you went the other way, didn't you? No one comes up to Hertfordshire from Brighton. They're all going the other direction, Lou. That's why it was quiet. This is a classic. It took 60, 62 hours on a coach back in 1989 to watch Widness in the south of France. It was May bank holiday. Traffic horrendous getting to Calais. Left on Friday. Match was on Sunday at 3pm. Got there as the whistle went. I hope that's for the beginning of the game, not the end. Witness won 60-0. I never got off the coach. Headed back to Lyon for our hotel. Then another 24 hours home the next day. When we got back to the hotel, the bar was closed. What a trip. At least, this, at least the countryside's going to be gorgeous. South of France, trying to look for a positive. Amanda, you have a nightmare this weekend? Oh, God, I picked my husband. We're in, we're in Brighton. I picked my husband up from Leatherhead. And it took us six hours to get from Leatherhead to Leamington. Um, we uh, we thought we were being clever by leaving the M25 and going the country lanes to go to the M40. But we actually saved five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> were you using one of these apps that I like to use, like Waze, that it promises you that you're going to save... You, you, you feel like you're, you, you're playing a trick on everyone else that's stuck in all these traffic jams. But I don't know whether you save any time at all. No, you don't. It lied to us. It lied to us completely. <laughs> <laughs> What's in Leamington Spa that's worth six hours' drive? Oh, my best friend. I used to live there and I, we relocated down to the south coast. So we thought we'd go to a landlocked area when it was really hot. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. What a solid plan, Amanda. Absolutely. <laughs> Brilliant. Thanks for sharing. Okay. Uh, Gary says, uh, Once upon a time I tried to get out of a city centre car park in Sunderland after a One Direction concert at the Stadium of Light. Not helped by roadworks and traffic lights directly outside the multi-storey, it took us 45 minutes just to move out of our parking space. There is so much misery in that one particular story there, Gary. I feel for you. Uh, James, tell us your tail back tale from the weekend. So, uh, yeah, especially playing cricket, um, working in Bristol, wanted to drive down to Dulverton um, on the edge of Devon. Um, should have been a 90-minute journey, and it took me three hours. 
Wow. And I got there after uh, 20 overs had already been bowled when we were fielding, and we ended up getting totally stuffed. <laughs> so it's not even as if it took you double the time to drive down there, but you, st- you scored a glorious century. The whole journey was worthless. Yes, absolutely. I had a terrible decision given out LBW, um, which I still don't think without. Um, yeah, awful, awful day. Has sharing the story helped your therapy at all, James? Absolutely. Brilliant. <laughs> Take it easy, fella. Thanks for sharing. Lisa says 12 hours to get back from Cornwall to northwest London. Diversions on the A303, M25 just doing what it does. We ate all the biscuits and chocolate gifts that we bought just to keep us going. That journey doesn't sound all that bad. Uh, Laura says six hours not moving on the M6 coming back from Carlisle to Birmingham. England rugby top trumps got old very, very quickly. Uh, Claire, share yours, your tailback tail. Oh, my gosh, we had an absolute shocker. We went to see grandparents that we hadn't seen in over a year. Mm-hmm. We left Thursday night, and that was sweet. The traffic was good, and we did it in about four and a half hours. Mm-hmm. And then same journey on the way back, bank holiday Monday, seven hours. That's nearly double. Gridlock traffic. And uh, we had our little boy with us. We had to stop for an emergency toilet. Right. Um, then my husband got hangry, so we had to stop for an emergency cheeseburger. <laughs> and then I got really cross, and we had to stop for an emergency pipe. <laughs> Do you know what? Your son sounds like mine. Your husband sounds like me. And <laughs> <laughs> to be quite frank, you sound like my wife. I could, I could see all of those, <laughs> the emergency poo, cheeseburger, and pint. I'd take them all. Uh, and the ultimate combo. <laughs> Plenty of football news over the weekend and this evening as well. Uh, Gareth Southgate naming his England squad for the Euros. It's not just about England. Uh, the Welsh and the Scottish squads named over the weekend. For every footballer that's got a nice summer of an international tournament, there's always those that miss out. What did you miss out on? May not have been an international football tournament, but want to hear those stories this evening of when you just missed out. There's a story you want to share that it fits those three words. Just missed out. Want to hear about it. Might have been tickets for something. Might have been a record for something that you might have been trying to set. Might have been a flight somewhere. You were late for it. Or a boat somewhere. You're left stranded on a jetty, seeing the boat go off into the distance like in a movie. Nick says, when I was 16, I just missed out on the English School's Athletics Championship for high jump. Qualification height was 1m92. The week before qualification closed, I cleared 1m90. The week after, I cleared a metre 95. They wouldn't let me in. At least Nick's got over it, I think it's fair to say. Uh, Claire says, I missed the departure of a boat trip due to traffic and instead of missing it completely, the owners of the company got a member of staff to take us to meet the boat on a banana boat ride. He went at breakneck speed, caught up to a round of applause from all on board. You see, that's the other side of missing out. Sometimes then there is the glorious success afterwards. Uh, Sam, what did you miss out on? We were on a holiday in New York and uh, we were walking back from the Brooklyn Bridge one night, back to our hotel, and there was this guy in front of us, huge, huge fella. And I said to my wife, I'm pretty sure that's Lennox Lewis. She said, no, no, it's, it's definitely not him. So we, and we followed him for about 10 minutes up to our block before we got into our hotel. And then um, 
yeah, off he went. He carried on walking. We went into the hotel, and I couldn't leave it, so I got back to the hotel room and tweeted him. And uh, about a minute later, he tweeted back and said it was him, and uh, it, we'd catch up next time. <laughs> like yeah. that next time's ever going to happen. Exactly, yeah. So it wasn't too bad, though, because the night before, I actually met Evander Holyfield outside Madison Square Garden. So What was this holiday? A, a trip to go and stalk boxers around Times Square? <laughs> it was my 40th birthday. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Sam, how yeah. long did it take you to forgive your wife? We still talk about it to this day. (laughs) (laughs) Just missed out. Brilliant. Thanks, Sam. No worries. Uh, Will, he's kind of twisted it, really, actually. He says, my beloved Leicester played Southampton on a Friday night before COVID. Hmm, not sure it's worth an afternoon off work. Last minute, I decide, stuff it. I might as well go. We won 9-0. So nearly a miss of what would have been a huge miss. I see what you've done there, Will. It has twisted it slightly. Kev, tell us what you missed out on. Uh, my friend and I had a, a falling out over uh, <laughs> over the independence thing in Scotland and uh, didn't talk for about a year and then we reconciled <laughs> and uh, his wife had gotten Foo Fighters tickets for, the, I think it's Christmas, and uh, he offered me one of those for, for to go to the show with him. Amazing. <laughs> Two days before the show, Dave Grohl broke his leg. <laughs> <laughs> but surely they got rescheduled, didn't they? Because uh, and I remember seeing Dave on stage in his plaster cast and that. They did, but he took his wife. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> hey, the bigger thing is you reconciled with your mate, but you still miss out. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, I missed out. Oh, yep, they're, they're, they were on the bucket list for fighters. They still are on the bucket list. I've not, like, I've still not seen them. They still can be, Kev. They're still going strong. You might be new to this. On Tuesday, we have the Tuesday Tombola. It's behind me here in the studio. There you are, look. Got a hundred balls inside it. They are all numbered and they relate to 100 topics uh, that Bush and I sat down in a pub once and we have no idea what one is going to come up. They're all ideas that we thought of, but then like we've forgotten all about them. So what's the Tom they're going to spit out tonight? Give it a bit of a spin. Open the hatch, put it out, and it is ball number 92. Which, as I look very quickly at this Word document, ball 92, do you make something as part of your job that the rest of society take for granted? One of our more long-winded topics. Do you make something as part of your job that the rest of society take for granted. This could be interesting. I mean, obviously we don't. I don't think anyone takes what Bush and I do for granted or or even want it, really. Do you make something as part of your job that the rest of society take for granted? That's the topic tonight. SJ says, I make the digital maps that go into your sat-nav. Did I have a bad day and put in a wrong turn where I shouldn't have? Or is the map just not updated yet? You will never know. Kind of threatening, that one. Uh, Mike says, I make signs. Everyone takes signs for granted. I guess so. Uh, Another Mike. I work for a company that makes printed circuit boards. No idea what they are. Almost everyone in the world uses something with one in. You just take it for granted every day. Without realising it, I've just insulted Mike. This text says, I am the beef buyer for a retailer that you will all have used. 
I decided that we didn't need to over-order the burgers this weekend as the weather would probably be rubbish. So, if you couldn't find a burger, it was my fault. They've decided to go nameless. A good decision. Uh, 8, 12, 15, text us, tweet us, please, at Absolute Radio. Dave, what is it that you do that's taken for granted? I make targets. Um, we, we, I work for a company that supplies the service to the MOD, and we make targets, and the MOD come along with the soldiers, and they shoot at them and destroy them. <laughs> this is really, this is brilliant, Dave. So your craftsmanship is obviously really important because they need to be, you know, match fit as soldiers, but the, the stuff that you're putting effort into, they obliterate if they're doing a good job. Absolutely, yeah. They they really they don't last long. Maybe sometimes a day or so, and then it's just like, okay, I'll make another. <laughs> it's just like. So, how long will it take to make a target, Dave? Oh, it, anyway, it depends on the target. But I suppose a, a couple of hours for a, a complicated one to maybe ten minutes for for a less complicated one. Right, and 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 gone within <laughs> gone within a day's work. That's amazing. It's. Um, it's soul-destroying to a certain extent, but you know that you're actually supplying a service to the MOD, and these guys are going out to, you know... Yes. We, we, know, we all know what they're doing. Yes. So it's, um, you know, it, it, it's rewarding to a certain extent. Dave, that's fascinating. I love it. Thank you very much. Bye. Alan in Hertfordshire says, I have the authority to declare passenger aircraft serviceable to fly. Wow. That is a real, that's a big job. And yeah, I guess we all do take that for granted, Alan. Keep working hard at it, please. Alan in Northampton says, I make the soles of shoes look pretty. As soon as someone walks in them, all of my hard work is ruined. Uh, Beverly is hanging on. Uh, what do you do, Beverly? It's a little bit complicated, but basically I write all the information on the back of packs and front of packs of chilled ready meals. <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> wow. Okay, is that for a particular company or like across loads of different ready meals? Uh, no, it's it's for Kerry Foods. Right. Um, okay. Uh, or a subsidiary of Kerry Foods, main products. Um, so yeah, so that's all the the traffic lights, the nutrition, the cooking instructions, the marketing text, legal names. Um, wow. I have to make sure it's all compliant with current legislations. So salt and sugar legislations, etc. So when I sit down and think to myself, right, butter chicken tonight with pilau rice, and it says 630 calories and all the various bits and bobs, it's you that's done it? Yep, I've verified all that information. <laughs> <laughs> can you sometimes just just sometimes just underwrite the amount of calories just so I can get a bit more food away? <laughs> no, that would be illegal. <laughs> that's me told. <laughs> 